0: Hello friends, welcome to the Mongolian Adventures podcast, a place for stories about Mongolia for adventurous kids. Get comfortable, snuggle in, and let's begin. Let's begin. The sun was just starting to come up. Minjin could hear the noises of the market beginning to wake up all around her. Swoosh, whoosh, swoosh. Went the scratchy brooms across the dirt floor. Plunk, plunk, went the heavy footsteps passing by her head. She uncurled herself from her bed of soft blankets and slowly opened her eyes. Today was the day, a big, big, super big day. Minjin called her mom from the front room. It's time for breakfast. Coming, mom, she answered. Minjin looked at her four furry gray legs and her soft pink paws, all normal. She inspected her long gray tail, still there, still the same. Minjin wiggled her whiskers on her nose, all there, all still wiggly. It was her 10th birthday, but she hadn't changed one bit. What was the point of a birthday if there wasn't any magical growth or a new hair color? How would anyone even know today was the first day of her big adventure? Minjin pulled on bright pink socks, a rainbow sparkle dress, and her favorite polka dot headband. Wow, that's quite the birthday outfit, Mom said as she walked into the front of their cozy shoebox home. "'It's adventure day! I've got to be ready to explore!' Minjin smiled. Today she was ten, and this warm shoebox where she had lived her whole life with her mom was no longer going to be her home. It was tradition for mice to leave their childhood homes on their tenth birthday and decide where they wanted to live for themselves. For ten years, Minjin had been limited to the corner of the market where she lived, Now she would be allowed to explore the whole market and even beyond. Now she got to see Mongolia. After her birthday breakfast, Minjin gave her mom a big hug and pulled her hiking backpack on. The smells of the market called to her. Her stomach flip-flopped with nervousness, but she knew it was time. The knock on the door came just as she took a deep breath. Minjin opened the door and found herself, whisker to whisker, with a very serious mouse, clipboard in his hand. He had on a smart red bow tie and the official mouse market uniform of black pants and a white t-shirt. His name tag read, Mandol. Salutations, Minjin, and a very happy birthday to you, he said, as he gave a little bow to her. I'm Mandulf, and I will be your market guide. Should we begin? Yes, said Minjin. Tell me everything, take me everywhere. Mandulf cracked a smile and said, Very well. Do you know what the humans call this market? Yes, Minjin replied. To the humans this place is called Nottenthulf Market. That's right, said Mandulf, as they stepped outside and started to scurry down the road. They also call it the black market or even just the market. It's the biggest market in the whole country of Mongolia. You grew up here in the Shu district, but there are many, many different districts for mice in toll Today, you will finally be allowed to visit them and see if you would like to choose one to be your home. Minjin's stomach flip-flopped again. And if I don't like any of the districts here in the market? Manduot looked at her again, holding his checklist close, his pen ready to write. If, by the end of my tour, you don't choose a home in the market, I will give you directions to the next home option in Ulaanbaatar. But let's not worry about that now. We have much to see. The tour began as Mandol led her out of the shoe district and into district after district of the never-ending market. There was the furniture district, where Minjin Jin could find a wooden cupboard for her new home, or a hidey hole in a couch. Not cozy enough, she thought. There was the jewelry district, full of glittering silver and gold, and humans sitting behind tables showing off their goods. The toy district the underwear and socks district, the sight of which made her giggle. Humans had such big body parts. The outdoor camping district, the suitcase and bag district, which held a certain appeal for its large variety of possible homes, the stationary district, the carpet and curtains district, the appliances and electronics district, and on it went. Midgen couldn't believe how huge Narento was. Manduth interrupted her thoughts as they observed humans stomping around with their bags and carts. And now we have come to one of the fanciest and most favorite mouse districts of the market, he announced. The food district! He swept his tail with a flourish and looked at her expectantly. What do you think? Minjin took a deep breath. Mm, smelling the big smells of cabbage, onions, and heavy bags of flour. I love food just like any mouse, she said. But I want adventure, not competition with all of the other mice. There are too many of us here. Well, almost 100,000 humans come into Narantol each day. You aren't going to be alone anywhere you go. We've seen almost everything, Mandult said, his whiskers scrunching anxiously. But there are two districts left, come along. They scurried past the food stalls, crumbs tempting Minjin as they went, and came to a wide expanse with long orange sticks stacked up and pointing to the sun. Huge pillowy piles of white and grey fabric sat to the side, along with rope and wooden frames. Mandulf cleared his throat. (coughs) This is the Gare district of the market. Here you will find many soft corners for making a cozy home. It is also where the humans come to buy the materials for their own homes, their gares. Many mice enjoy living in the same place where the humans get the things they need for their homes. He watched her, hopefully, as Minjin took in the many pieces to these huge human homes. All she wanted was a tiny, safe space for herself. But this didn't feel right. All these people would be buying supplies and going on to build their homes in other parts of Mongolia. She couldn't just stop here. She needed to see what was out there. Slowly, she turned to Mandulf and his cheerful red bow tie. Mandulf, you've shown me all of Narentolth. It's beautiful, more than I could have ever imagined. There's so many things here, and I would never be bored watching the humans come and go. But I need to see, I need to know where they go. I may just be a tiny mouse in a rainbow dress, but I need to see you be. If the market is this grand, what else must be out there? Mandul looked disappointed. But he nodded his head. Well, Minjin, then my time here as your guide has come to an end. The market has been here since 1993, and before that, there were smaller ones all over UB. It will still be here if you change your mind and want to come back. Thank you, Mandol, Minjin said. He smiled and said, Now follow me and let's head to the transfer station. You must travel a bit to go to the next location. I wish you luck. Minjin followed him to the station, bought her ticket, and boarded the mouse transport attached below the human's microbus. From her seat next to the massive black tire, she could hear the human shouting their destination. On they would go. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Mongolian Adventures Podcast. You can find more information about the podcast as well as lesson plans for educators at www.mongolianadventurespodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Mongolian Adventures Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at MongolianADVPod. We'd love for you to draw a picture or create artwork based off of today's story send us your pictures at mongolian.adventures.podcast at gmail.com and maybe you'll see it featured on our social media until next time may your adventures be big and your dreams even bigger